0: you're tuning in to the Chief Hustler Podcast, where we will shatter the status quo and propel change-making women to redefine their career on their own terms. I'm your host, Amber, and we will focus on empowering women to not only be heard, but valued. The show will surface and resurface the topics that often go unaddressed in today's male-dominated industries and corporate cultures. We're here to reframe what it means to be a successful woman at work and relentlessly strive for excellence in everything we do. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chief Hustler Podcast. Happy Wednesday. All right, so ladies, I have something special for you today. It is my very first podcast guest, and I'm excited to bring an incredible woman named Delicia Fields on. She goes by her career hustle on Instagram. And in this episode, we talk all about how to go after that next job. And this is something that Delicia focuses on. This is her core offering to other women. And I'm so excited to bring you this conversation because when I tell you there are an amazing amount of nuggets and just moments in this episode I can't even I can't even count. So, before I unveil our conversation to you, I just wanted to give you a little bit of background about who Delicia is and what she focuses on. So Delisha is an expert event producer, brown girl advocate, and experienced curator who is using her industry expertise and corporate journey to help creative women get a seat at the table. Over the past few years, she's worked for some of the most amazing magazines. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what it would have been like to work somewhere like GQ magazine or IMG. But she's leveraging her nine plus years of experience to help women navigate the job hiring process. She's mastered what it takes to create the career you really want and get the job you desire. Her mission is simple, to provide ambitious creative women with actionable tools, digital events, networking, and resources so they can become corporate queens and fulfill their career dreams. Now, I absolutely love working and collaborating with Delisha. It is truly an honor and a privilege to bring this conversation to you. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did when we recorded it. Stay tuned for what we have to talk about. Hey girl. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you?
1: I am doing great. You know, all that I can while in isolation for the past five weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. It has definitely been been a wild time. Now, I already introduced you in, in the beginning of this episode with your bio, but Delicia Fields with her career hustle, please tell the world who you are and what you're about. Thank
1: you. Of course. I am actually, I've been a part of the event industry for about nine plus years. And I thrive in helping women of color or women across the board uh, find their way in their creative careers and find their way to getting a seat at the table, getting their foot in the door, getting noticed by those target companies and employers that they've had on their wish list, really strengthen their skills and experience so that they can really create a fulfilled career that they've always dreamed of, that they see on Instagram, so on and so forth. And that's by way of using some of the tips, the tricks, the ebbs and flows of my career as a guide to show you how you can really create that sort of lifestyle that you've been looking forward to, create the career that you've always hoped for. And this is how you do it. So don't get fooled by what they tell you on Pinterest or. Uh, some other uh, methods and mechanisms of the job hiring process. I have the blueprint to show you how.
0: I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't. I don't think it needs anything else. So, <laughs> why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast for a couple of reasons. Number one, we're we're both in similar spaces, you know, right. which is which is I, I always find it really important to collaborate and to bring one another in, and so. It's important for me to to wrap my arms around other women who are in the same space, really given the same vibes, you know. But also, right. we're currently in this very weird situation where right. we're stuck at home. There's a lot that can go through people's minds, and I think if you work for a company or you're or you're looking to get into an industry and you're looking at what's going on in the world, you may be questioning how do you take that next step? How do you prepare yourself to to go get that? next job to start your career. And so I, f- I feel like, you know, the two of us together, we could have a really meaningful and thoughtful conversation around that
1: because Absolutely.
0: our audience is sharing that, sharing that need and that value. And so that's really what I, I, I really would love to dive into today. What are some of the things that, that come to mind for you with regards to coaching women mm-hmm. to prepare themselves to start looking for a new opportunity?
1: That's a great question. For me, the first thing that comes to mind before anything, before you can really hit the ground running, before you can search the internet for the jobs that you're interested in, is making sure that you have your your stuff together on your end, right? Making I didn't want to say shit, but (laughs) (laughs) there it goes. Tell them, tell them. (laughs) Making sure you have your shit together on your end first, right? Before you can actually go out to an employer and request or even tell them or mention that you're interested in a job, you're qualified for it. How can you prove that? Right. What do you have? What credentials do you have that that can add proof to that big statement, that grand statement that you made? Yes. And the biggest misconception is because of my head, I think that I'm qualified for this. That job should hire me. Right? Oh, hello. That's the, for me, the biggest misconception. It's like, how are you packaging that information and really presenting it? For me, every job interview is just that an interview, it's a pitch, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's as if you're a seller trying to pitch a company on why they should buy your product. You're just that, you're a brand, you're in yourself a product, so how are you presenting that to other companies? You um, know, you make yeah.
0: such a great point. You are, you yourself are a product, you are, you know, you are exactly. a brand. Right. And that's the thing, you know, that's really my, if I had like a tagline, right? you were the CEO of your career and that by, that by definition is a product, it's a brand, it's an image. Tell, tell, tell the women what your, from your perspective, what does that actually mean? What does that look like in tangible form? Right.
1: Absolutely. That's um, when you put together your documentations and your materials, that's essentially your grand professional portfolio, your resume your references, how you're presented on social media. Do you have a website, right? How you're articulating yourself via email. Those are all encompassed in a professional portfolio. That's all the professional documentation that'll show who you are as a brand, right? Brands have their their fonts, their colors, their mood boards about how they want to be presented. And those documents, that's actually how you're presenting yourself. That's your portfolio to the career world. Mm-hmm. So, what does that look like, right? On a resume, you may have that you are X amount of years of administrative assistance experience. Great. But you're applying for jobs uh, to be a graphic designer or a marketer. It doesn't say that on your resume, uh, right? Or via email, you're, you're touting about how many uh, different executives you've assisted and helped with with administrative duties. But again, you're going for the wrong role. No one is a mind reader. So when you're, when you're going out to different companies, you need to make sure that you have those package materials and that they're right and that they directly aligned with whatever you're stating and whatever you're pitching. Yeah. So your resume, your cover letter, that initial email that you send out to different employers and hiring managers just to inquire about a role, your social media presence, right? You can't have Photos way back when from you twerking at Lollapalooza Ooh. and you wanna go <laughs> right and you wanna go out for for a role. And people forget that social media, especially now, today, more than ever, plays a big role in how companies uh, look at you and how you can scale with that specific company. Um, and also who are your professional references? Are they up to date? Can they still vouch for you like they did in the past? Do they still have the same contact information? So there needs to be a thread of consistency throughout all of those items.
0: I love that. I love that. I, so I probably, I did my, for, my very first full portfolio for graduate school and it is, come in handy in several jobs that I've that I've been able to get since then but for you know women who are early in career who maybe have never really stepped down that path before right what are some of the available tools that they could tap into to really start to understand how to build out something like that
1: build out a portfolio in itself or Or resume
0: or any of those things yeah
1: absolutely in terms of resources What I like to say is there are a bunch of free software programs and free platforms where you can create those items. Not everyone's a graphic designer. You want all of these items to look beautiful across the board. So uh, Word just won't do. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have uh, platforms like Canva. You also have um, platforms like Creative Market, which is a resource where different illustrators and designers, they put different templates and presentations, and they create their own workshops and tutorials to show you how to create these beautifully put together documents that you can share with the world. Yeah. Um, Even in your backyard. If you're new to the industry and you don't have much experience, uh, you really want to hit the ground running with volunteer work, temporary jobs, any mentorships or menteeships that you can take up and and things of that nature where you can where you can um, actually enhance your tangible skills so that you can put that information on those documents as presented before in terms of a physical portfolio which is perfect for the creative industry as a creative because we work a lot with visuals you need to present visual documentation of what you've done Mm -hmm. if you're an event planner you should have photos from events that you've executed. If you're a graphic designer, you should have a portfolio of the different collateral, the branding and the signage that you've put together. If you work in publicity and PR, you should have press clippings of the different press junkets and the press releases that you've put out previously before. These are all examples of your work. Anyone can speak a good game, but uh, when it comes to show and proof, how are you proving that?
0: Yeah, I think those are such great tips. You know, we talk a lot, we both talk a lot about, you know, the hustle and leveling up your career. And and for me, that doesn't, it can't just be about talking about it. You have it's to show, you have to show the work. And I believe no matter what industry you're in, a traditional corporate job or not, you should be able to prove your capabilities and your skills through a body of work. So wherever you are and whatever the next career move that you're planning for you know, for all of you listening, you should be able to to provide tangible documentation visually uh, or what have you to, to demonstrate your capability. Right.
1: I 100% agree. And specifically for those, that's another huge misconception. And I think you can understand this too. It's especially when you're going into a field that's new. Let's say you're a writer and you want to transition into the event industry, or you just graduated college with little professional experience and you really want to get your first time job the the hardest part is really proving that you do have at least an inkling of experience in that field that you're going down in and people forget to look back on their history and really think through what they've done and writing just a full list of everything that they've accomplished whether that's an internship a a part-time job some sort of mentor job or brand ambassador field if you're going down a specific route, if you're interested in a specific industry, nine times out of 10, you have some experience in that role, right? Like if you are a, and I keep going back to this because I've had clients um, within the same example. If you are a sales assistant, you know, you've mm-hmm. been a seller at like Nordstrom Rack or Neiman Marcus, and now you want to be an event planner, right? You think that, oh, I've been a seller my whole life. I don't have any event planning skills. What about that meeting that happened uh, two weeks ago in your department? Mm. You gathered, you put together the coffee, you got the donuts, you sent out that meeting invitation. That's considered an event, right? Or Mm. what about, you know, that party that you threw your cousin uh, last year? You know, you, you purchased the balloons, you you got the cake and the catering together, you sent out invites to the family, you handled the check-in process. That's also an event. So people misconstrued um, actual professional experience uh, uh, and completely negate their personal endeavors that they've went through and their personal experiences that they've done. And they forget to apply that, those um, tangible events or actions to professional experience, if that makes any sense.
0: Totally, totally, especially early in career, right? When you're, when you're early in career, you don't have the 10 years of experience to articulate, you know, a quote unquote, you know, in a, in a professional capacity, you have to rely on all of your experiences to come to the table and tell a story through them. And I think that's a great, a great tip. For, for anybody. I think even if it, and you could be well into your career, but you are just thinking about a career pivot. Exactly and, and how do you bring that that story to life? You you brought up something that's really interesting. You know, you talked about mentees and, and opportunities to volunteer and all of that. Um, it, this is a perfect time, you know, to put yourself out there. People are people are at home. There's a lot of what I, I don't want to say quiet time but you're not in the traditional activities that, that you may have been in the past. So now's a great opportunity. You know, it might be hard to get, it might be hard to get a job right this second, but six, eight, 10 months from now you, you will be able to. So what are some of the things um, that, that women can start to think about to prepare themselves with those opportunities? What are some of the questions you would encourage them to, to think through and and ask themselves?
1: Absolutely. I feel like I have the the top three, you know, items on a list that you should really consider. One, it's it's first thinking about which this is a great time for you to really take a deep dive into what career direction you want to go in, right? Just because you've been at one job for the past 5 years and it's been great to you, are you being fulfilled personally? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're being fulfilled? Is that something that you want to do the next 10 to 20 years down the line and what are you getting out of it? Have you grown professionally? Has it challenged you at all? Are you in a complacent place? So first thinking through what does the scope of your career look like and really mapping out goals yes. to what you want to accomplish in the next three to six months. And when and when creating those goals, we like to think of them in short-term increments. For me specifically, when if I create a goal that's one year out, that's a little overwhelming for me. It's too much pressure within the next 12 months to get those things accomplished. So think about your goals in three month increments or six months, six month increments. And what does that look like? What do you want to accomplish? Is there anything that's holding you back? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? So on and so forth. That's number that. one, it being very, very specific about what you want. It's not that you just want to be successful, but where do you want to be successful? But when, what do you want to do who do you want to connect with you need to be very specific about uh, what you want to accomplish um, number two is then taking a look back and this is the best time to really fix up those documents that you and i had discussed before it's been three months maybe a year since you've updated your resume now's the time to do that and that's not the you know the best or the most fun part of um, applying for a job is updating those documents but it's perfect to do that now you know, look at your professional references. Reach out to uh, somebody that you've put on your reference page that's been there for three years. Reach out to them. Reconnect with them. Ask them about any tips or tricks that they can apply uh, for themselves that'll help prep them for the industry that you're interested in, Um, as well as really keeping your eye on the market and what potential companies could be hiring, what jobs that they've fulfilled in the past, just keeping your eye on the trends. And then specifically, the third is really developing and enhancing your skills. You want to be a graphic designer, take that extra Photoshop course. you know? Take that additional online free course in InDesign. You want to be a publicist. Go on YouTube and, and research ways to write an, a strong press release or a strong pitch to different media outlets. You really need to hone in on what your weaknesses are in the now and really grow those skills, those developmental skills and enhance your programming knowledge so that that'll better make you qualified for jobs in the future. Um, If you're going into the industry that deals with digital media and coding, you don't know how to code, perfect. There are a bunch of YouTube videos out there and free resources that will allow you the opportunity to learn basic knowledge or an intro to coding and software development. So, uh, you know, people, it's, it's easy right now to sort of sit in the crisis and it's a terrible time just with everything that's going on outside and you feel like there's no hope, there's nothing to do, but this is the perf- perfect time For us to have that mamba mentality, right? And to really go hard in strengthening those areas that were weak before, paying closer attention to those goals and that to-do list that we put on the back burner, and to really prepare ourselves for the next step because this won't last forever.
0: I I love that, you know, and I I was going to intentionally bring up the hustle because because we both talk about the hustle. And I think as women, we shy away from really putting ourselves out there to do the work. But one thing I know that's true from my own experience and career is that no one is going to make your career more important than you. Absolutely. So, so putting in the work, the real work, the hard ass work to, to take the class, to do the free training, to go online, to do the things that you've never done before to get better at them. That's, that's where you emerge as the better leader, the better employee, the better entrepreneur, the, whatever it is that you're going after you emerge a much stronger person. But but in order for you to 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 take that first step, you gotta know what you want. Right. And that's that's what you just hit on. Like you have to have a an idea what it is you want to accomplish. Right.
1: A hundred percent. And say it louder girl, because they don't hear you (laughs) in (laughs) the (laughs) back. They do not hear you in the back. And when it comes to hustle, um I actually hosted a um free masterclass or webinar a couple weeks back about how to advance your career during quarantine or while in quarantine Mm -hmm. and I hit on some of those key uh, topics that we discussed before about you know learning new skills and keeping your eye on the industry and so on and so forth and it's interesting that I I had a client and a colleague say to me well you know it's it's really about all about who you know I was actually interviewing with this um, company prior to isolation and COVID 19 and i was recommended to that company from one of my parents it was their old fraternity or sorority sister so it okay. was by way of a recommendation which is great but lord it's the most annoying misconception i i hear all the time is mm-hmm. it's not what you know it's who you know in the industry and for me i worked at some Fortune 500 companies and I haven't known anyone. I didn't have a standout. I didn't have any internal connections or affiliations. I didn't have any make goods. It was literally all about me hitting the pavement, finding out who I should talk to, talking to any and everybody to really get my voice heard. Mm. So when we talk about the hustle, it's not relying on things like that, right? It's not relying on those that you may know or getting discouraged and thinking, ah, you know what? I don't have, um, I don't know anyone personally at that company, or I don't have a hundred years of experience in this role. I know I'm never qualified. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to be realistic about expectations, but you shouldn't hinder yourself in going out there and putting your best foot forward and putting yourself out there. Um, So when we talk about hustle, it's that, and it's also, if, you know, you go to the front door and you knock on the front door of a company and they don't answer, try the back you know, dig a hole, dig a hole in the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like there's, there's different ways that you can reach, yep. um, a specific company, or you can, you can get a specific title. You might yeah. not, go, your plan A might not work, but plan D might be the best way to get to plan A, you know, and not Amen. to be afraid to take those, um, those routes.
0: I totally agree. I mean, I think that that's something we, we just need to pause on for a second. Yes, please. Because like straight up, right. I mean, and I talked about this, you know, in recent podcast episodes, the idea of you act like it's supposed to be easy. Right. I I don't know what world gave you that impression that it was just supposed to be effortless. Right. And as, and as women specifically, the odds are against us statistically. So you have to be willing to put in the work and it may it may be the third fourth fifth time right but you have to be relentless and you can't you have to you can't you can't apologize
1: right 100 percent you definitely can't and um you know specifically to your point as well sometimes you might be presented with opportunities that don't seem as sexy or glamorous on mm.
0: paper yes right?
1: like when I first got my shot in and I love events And when I was in college, I wanted to be a buyer. I wanted to be in fashion just to sit front rows, front rows of fashion shows and quickly realize numbers were involved. So that was not my calling. But (laughs) (laughs) um, my first job out of college was at um, a magazine and it's an older women's magazine, at least in the fifth, in the 60s to 80s. Okay. Your mom's mom probably reads that publication. Clearly, I wasn't their demographic. right? Right right? And on paper, it wasn't the Vogue's, it wasn't the Glamour's, it wasn't the Cosmopolitan's of the world. So it didn't seem as interesting to me because of the name.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: the biggest misconception. There's only, there's but so much weight in a name, right? Mm-hmm. You really need to think about what you're getting out of it, who you're going to be working with, and how it'll really help you in the long run outside yeah. of the superficial portion of it. So in me working at that publication, You know, I was out, I wasn't in their demographic, but I traveled the world as a coordinator, going to San Diego, Aspen, Colorado, Los Angeles, California, Atlanta, all around planning events by way of the director that I worked with at the time, Mm -hmm. while my other friends, colleagues, and classmates were stuck behind the desk, filing papers, Mm -hmm. answering phones, right? Doing very much administrative work. And here I am going to these different places, planning these different events directly in line with what I envisioned in my head and, yeah. and living my true goals. And that wasn't by way of the sexiest company, but that company taught me a lot out the gate, you know, imagine being 22, you know, fresh out of college and you get to travel. They're taking me. What does that mean? So when we talk about hustle too, never underestimate any opportunity you're presented with, because I feel like God in the universe makes no mistakes and what comes our way only helps prepare us for the future and for our future endeavors. And now look at the both of us now, you know, I totally agree people in the future. So
0: I totally agree. You know, I listen, I, I don't, I don't shy away from telling people I turned away from a fortune 500 company that I was already employed with wanting to pay for my graduate school education in full Ooh. to go work somewhere else because it didn't Ooh. serve my purpose.
1: Please tell me more. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. that- <laughs> You need to
1: tell the girl: right, about this. right, right,
0: <laughs> right. But it's real, right? And and mm-hmm. and and it comes down to you. You have to be willing to evaluate the opportunity in its in its purest form, exactly. In purest fashion, and and I I always encourage women to lean into what what their values are. You should always be evaluating everything in your life. It doesn't matter if it's who you work for, what you do on the weekends, who you date. It does not matter. Reach, yeah, right. What, right. what, what food you put in your mouth? It doesn't matter as you have, you should be evaluating that based on your values.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. Right. When you made that decision, how difficult was it for you? Oh. Did you weigh the pros and cons? Like,
0: let's talk about how easy it was. Oh, and here's yes. why. Here's why. <laughs> because, it, because I, I had already decided that no matter the dollar amount, mm-hmm it, it didn't align. So for right, me, it wasn't, it right. was easy to walk away. And I I literally had people be like, wait, wait, so you, you're not going to stay? No, <gasps> right. No, right. I'm not. I, why would I? Right. And mm-hmm. it was an easy decision for me because I knew what I wanted. Yes. Yes. Right. But I think we, we as women, I think we, we get hung up on like, oh, but it's a big name or exactly. Oh, but it's doing this one thing for me. And, you know, to your, to your point about, you know, you should weighing the pros and cons. I think for me, what I, what I had clarity on Mm -hmm. was not just how an opportunity aligned to my values, but I also had clarity on what was most important to me. Right. That's so, a big one. So the yeah. other elements, like I really, really, really needed flexibility at the time. Like that was something that was really, really important to me. Right. And so going out for the opportunity that that would provide me that, and that's that was one of the benefits I gained. I also wanted to work for a place that had more women at the table. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to a smaller company, and it was a completely different industry. But there, there are more women at the table. There are more women leaders at the table. And we, we as women, we face a lot of hardship mm-hmm. in career because we are women, particularly women of color. But for me, I know that what makes it really hard is when you are in the grind doing the hustle and there's no one around you that looks like you. Absolutely right. That, <laughs> that understands your, your your concerns, your issues, your pitfalls, and can communicate with you on a, on a human level to help guide you through those things, to overcome for them. All. And for me, (laughs) I was like, I need, I need women to Mm -hmm. wrap around me because this thing is not easy. And I wanted to see other women. I wanted to know by seeing other women that it was possible.
1: Right. Right. That's beautiful. And that's so true too. I I completely understand the, the moment when you realize the, the quality over the quantity, right? Mm -hmm. Like the quality of life you wanted to live, the quality of the career that you wanted to lead versus, you know, how big the company was, how public facing they were amazing. Anybody would kill to be there. Let's not get fooled by the big names too now. I think you and I can both attest that Oh yeah. You know, on paper it looks great. But behind the scenes, it could very much be Devil Wears Prada. Like, <laughs> you got to <laughs> Which is one of my favorite Prada. movies. Right. <laughs> you got to give everything but your social security and your um, blood type yes. to really actually uh, be at the company. Yes. They take everything out of you. So listen, I love that you touched on the, the value and quality of the career and the life you wanted to lead. Cause that's yeah. number one.
0: Totally. That's I mean, and you, you saying you, you give, you give everything. Listen, <laughs> I, I won't, you know, I'll save this story for, for a different day, the details of it, right? <laughs> but I have watched people. I've watched people I know and love give mm-hmm. up everything. Yep. Listen, everything. 20, 30 years go by and they're like, I don't, I don't, you know, who, who am I? I've given everything yep. to this company. You, you have to realize that yes, you, you help you, you're helping this company grow, but you have to be selfish. You yes. have to be selfish because no one is going to make your career more important than you. Oh, let's
1: talk about that selfishness. Sorry to throw off the do No, go for it. I'm here for it. Let's but go. Specifically with women of color, we know all too well that being selfish isn't something that we automatically gravitate to, or and something that we true. automatically find is of importance. Because our number one goal is to be seen, mm-hmm. is to be heard, and not stereotyped. So our yeah. our personal wants and needs sort of take a back seat.
0: Yes. they really do, and they it's really easy
1: now. Exactly. Well, into my twenties and now in my early thirties, I. Know what I want now more than ever, and I'm more than willing to be selfish with my time. You know, mm. and creating those boundaries—that's the hard part—is boundaries. Yep. And I have a mentor that has said something to me that I'll take with me till the grave, and he says, "You know, they never thank you for not taking a vacation.
0: Ooh,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't You're do right today that. what you can do tomorrow. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> listen, At five, I, I like, am." all about boundaries. Thank
1: you. Right. And, and before I lived in um, New Jersey, right now I live in Brooklyn, but I was working in New York then I had to go to New Jersey and I made it a point that as soon as I crossed that tunnel, as mm-hmm. soon as we crossed the bridge, all, you know, email is shut off. Yep. My time is shut off. I'm not required to answer emails upwards of 11 or 12 PM at night. No, nope. I'm not obligated to do that. I was contracted to be here from nine to five. You know, and I totally get going above and beyond for a specific project. There's times and cases where you have to put in that attentiveness and attention. But knowing that, you know, you have vacation days that you don't take specifically because other things are going on. Yeah. There's been times for me where there have been events that fell on pivotal dates and moments for me, Uh, weddings that I wanted to attend, baby showers of close friends. Um, birthday parties, graduations that I couldn't attend because of event related purposes for my day job. Mm -hmm. When that starts infiltrating on your leisure time and your personal life, then we have to reevaluate things. I agree. Reconsider if this is right for me at this level, or -hmm. if the company that I'm with is appropriate for me, because it's now interfering with my personal life. I'm missing milestones because of work. How does that sound? It's crazy.
0: It is crazy. It is crazy, but people do it, and and what I personally feel is, uh, I'm gonna just say it, black people do it. Yes, a lot, right? A lot, and what what ends up happening is we we give up our health. Absolutely right. We give up. We give up our relationships. Mm -hmm. We give up our sanity. Right? right. None of which are things we, we openly talk about because it's not normal in black culture to talk about going to therapy or going to the doctor or exactly. Right. right? Um, so, so we suffer, right. We suffer Absolutely right. and that mental and emotional physical tax, you there's no price tag for it. None. None. I'm sorry. They don't pay me enough. Oh, talk about that. You don't, you don't, (laughs) you don't, you don't pay me enough for me to get blood, high blood pressure. Sorry. No, Exactly right. You don't. Nothing, nothing in life is that deep.
1: I a hundred percent agree. I understand in the beginning you have to sort of pay your dues, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're fresh out the box, you're willing to put in that extra time and that energy but as you grow and develop and you have a couple of years under your belt, it's okay to just be a little bit more particular about things you want. I agree. Now, being particular about your time and setting boundaries is different than being lazy now. Oh, right? hello. Like, you have a project due on Tuesday, but you don't want to do it because it's too taxing for you or you, know, you, you went out the weekend before and you're kind of hungover so you can't get to it. That's a whole different ballgame. game. Yeah um we're just setting getting your work done but setting clear boundaries between personal life and professional
0: yeah i totally agree and just so we're clear if if you are that that person that that is really just not up for the challenge right we're not for you exactly we love you but you have to take that somewhere else right but if you are here and you're committed to doing the work and you're putting in the work we're saying Create healthy boundaries. So if you if you work till eight o'clock that Friday, right? I'm hey, I'm props to you, right? But do not do not respond to the email on Saturday. Exactly, exactly right. You gave until <laughs> eight on Friday, right? I'll see you at nine on Monday. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, and here's the thing: like, unless you're in an industry where where your job is to save lives. Right. Exactly. There, you um, go. there it's we go. It's not boundaries. There we go. <laughs> Actual boundaries. Like there literally there unless the patient will die because you're not there, we're not, the, that's not this conversation. Right? Right. right. And we get, I think we get caught up sometimes in that if I'm not there, I'm going to miss something. But, but mm-hmm. here's the truth. That you always go miss something. You'll that's never, right. you can never be present for every single thing at work. And you, you have to be willing to take Take the chance because I I tell you what: if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be there anyway.
1: I a hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. It's it's okay to take just switch gears a little bit sometimes. And you you know what? I get it. Sometimes and sometimes you work with with clients or partners or or colleagues that are in different states. Mm -hmm. Some might be West Coast based, others are international and overseas. So I totally get their communication times are a bit off. From us on the East coast, but still I'm not about to wake up at two o'clock in the morning to respond to your email from the UK because that's your time. I'm sorry.
0: Yep. That to me is so, so important. And right now, if you, if you, if you have a work life where that is the demand, that's the expectation of you, all, all, all we're saying is right now is a great opportunity to reflect on that and ask us if that's really, are you really okay with that? Exactly. Absolutely and if, right. And if you're not, take, take delicious t- tips and, right. and run with them. Right. <laughs> <and> figure <laughs> out what your plan is. <laughs> get that resume together and start planning right. your exit. Absolutely right. Your exit.
1: Mm.
0: Right. I mean, cause that's the thing I feel like, especially as women, we, we get so just involved to yes. a point where we can't we we lose the clarity on the on the situation the big picture mm-hmm. because we're so caught up in the details and it's like take come up for air right and yes. really do the reflection to say is this really what i want and if right. the answer is yes then cool like bye <laughs> i i guess we're just going to see you later but if if you if you're saying to yourself like i don't know if this is really what i want then then own that own 100%. that you set yourself free you will literally create freedom for yourself
1: Seriously. I like to say, stop, breathe, and then start again. Mm. Like just slow down a bit, reevaluate, and then continue to go.
0: I love and that. with
1: us always going on 100 all the time, living up to other people's expectations, giving them what they want all the time, showing up for them when they want on their time,
0: mm.
1: burn yourself out. Yep. Burn yourself out. And it's such a depressive uh, space to be in. I've been there where it's like, oh my God, I need to show up for this event. I need to be on this call. I need to be in this meeting. Sometimes, some days, honestly, missing lunch, forgetting to eat lunch, Mm -hmm. missing post-work endeavors and meetups. Hell, I couldn't even go to the gym. Like, (laughs) you completely forget and negate yourself because you're helping out someone else and fulfilling their goals. That's why I always take it with me. Like, they never thank you for not taking vacation. Like you have to take your time because they never pat you on the back or give you a gold star for giving them 110%. Yep.
0: It's so true.
1: Right. That's the expectation that you've set with them and for them. So they can only treat you accordingly.
0: Yep. Yep. And, and here's the thing, it may be uncomfortable to, to create the boundaries, but people will get used to it. They'll, they'll realize, you know, but the, the earlier, the earlier you establish the boundaries, it's a lot easier to carry them through. Right. because your life is only going to get more complicated. 100%. If you choose to have children, if you choose to have a partner, if you choose any of those things, your life is going to get more complex. And so you're going to have to have boundaries to, to, to remain healthy. And if right. you're not taking care of yourself, I, I, I promise you, you will see the, the negative impacts on your, on your health and well-being if you don't, if you don't create those boundaries early enough. Um, oh, great. I totally agree. So what are some of the other, you know, beyond just taking care of yourself and setting, setting some good boundaries, what are some of the things that you're seeing women face when it comes to limiting beliefs or just not being able to, to, to push through and overcome, you know, circumstances that they're facing regards to their career right now? Um, I'm so happy you asked that question because number
1: one, for me in my career, and I feel like for a lot of women is speaking up, being vocal, that for me is number one. And, and you, that all stems from fear, right? And, in Mm self-confidence. You're afraid to, you know, they, every company says they have an open door policy, come to me with any questions, but in your day-to-day, sometimes you're afraid to do that because of things that are going on within the company, everyone's schedules, Or sometimes people aren't prepared to give you a response or have the answers that you need for the questions that you put out. So we get afraid to speak up, whether that's in meetings and you have an idea that you wanna share, or you feel like you're being, something's off with how you're being treated internally, you don't like what's being said about you, you don't like how people are communicating with you and you're afraid to bring that to your supervisor or your Mm -hmm. HR professional. Mm -hmm. or even in your job search process, you're afraid to connect with specific companies because they're too big and you feel like you're not qualified. You're not qualified being, you haven't worked at a company that's as big as them, but you have the same experience. Or you're afraid to contact a hiring manager or a recruiter directly via email instead of on a job hiring board because you're not you're not sure of what they'll say or how they'll receive it. Um, so all of those elements and categories are, we, we find that we don't speak up for ourselves. We're not vocal. We're not our own self-advocates. And that is the mm. first thing that you need to be. You need to advocate for yourself. Yes. Honestly, I've seen it myself and I've felt it that it's hard sometimes to find a tribe of people that you can confide in. You can, that, will be, that will help you, that will speak up for you. It's very difficult to find that within these corporations sometimes. So you yep. really need to show up for yourself. Um, No question for me is ever a dumb question. And don't feel like you shouldn't say it or you shouldn't ask it because it's out of your wheelhouse. You have a voice like everyone else, you know, Yeah, women of color. Uh, We sometimes dumb ourselves down. We do what we're told. And we don't speak up for ourselves. And I feel like that can hinder our career very much so because we will end up doing things we're told to do and what's expected of us versus uh, what we want to do. Um, yes. So that's number one for me in terms of limiting beliefs. Other things we definitely have to come overcome is going back to our original discussion, uh, superficial expectations, mm. right? You want to be with this company because in the press and the media they're amazing they're getting all the celebrity attraction they're at red carpet award shows and they have a great reputation so that is fueling our decisions into going with and for that company that's a no-no that should never be the deciding factor in why you want to work for a specific employer Right? What are you getting out of it at the end of the day? What are you taking away? How will this help you evolve professionally? Mm. You being at a company, great. Right? You could have been uh, the janitor there. You could have been. <laughs> you could have been the mailroom clerk. No shade to those roles and positions. I'm not the janitor, though. <laughs> but again, that name will take you but so far. Right? That's true. That's true. So um, What can you provide? Like. I feel like a lot of brands, it, it's good from a first read, but after that, what are you, what are you giving them? What are you yeah. providing them? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my two, two main factors on limiting beliefs and, and, and how we should overcome them. Again, never underestimate any opportunity, any company. You really need to dive deep into the job description and what they're asking of you because the role says a marketing coordinator on the listing title, as you read through those details and you find that you're more of an administrative assistant or um, a bookkeeper, you need, to be, you need to choose your battles wisely and, and pay very close attention to what is asked of you in that job description, what they're asking of you in that interview and being very clear about the expectations and what they need you to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And not being afraid to, of asking those questions when you're in an interview. So what do you expect of me? Where do you see me five years from now? What are there uh, specific pros and cons to this role that you've seen over the course of the year? Some of those difficult questions that are asked of you, don't be afraid to ask those same questions to the employers that you're interviewing with.
0: Nailed it. Literally nailed it. Because we do this thing particularly women where mm-hmm. we assume that the only person being interviewed is us. No, right. no, ma'am. Right. You are also interviewing them. Mm-hmm. It has to Absolutely. be mutual. Right. Absolutely. And one of the things that I feel like we, we, we slip up on is we only talk about the, the job that we're interviewing for. We don't talk about the vision. Of yes. the Of the longer term plan, particularly right. if you're trying to get into an, a, a specific company or an industry and you want to grow in that role, have that conversation in the interview make it clear like listen i'm I'm here for this this particular role, but I see myself going x right so so let's 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 not forget the bigger picture here and you right. you should you should be bold enough to to the point of being an advocate for yourself to speak out on. What is it that you want? What are the other opportunities you're looking to gain? Can that, can that company or people at that company help you get there? Because if they can't answer those questions, they're certainly not gonna help you long-term in your career. And those are all things that you should be evaluating. Right,
1: absolutely right. And I, I agree with you 100% when you said, um, that's the perfect answer to the question, tell me about yourself, right? Like you expect to say, Well, I grew up in Oklahoma (laughs) and I went to X school and I'm interested. No, that's the perfect time for you to tell them what, why you're interested in their company, how you want to grow with them, why this is the right role for you. In addition to some of your other past endeavors and experience that can be applied to that role, but that's the perfect opportunity for you to really say, yo, this is it. I'm here because of X, Y, Z. I noticed in your financial portfolio that you've done A, B, C, and I can do X, Y, Z to help you grow in these areas. Like that is the perfect way for you to really pitch and sell why specifically you're going with that company. So I love that you said that. Yeah. yeah to me,
0: to me, you know, the, the being able to tell that story comes with your first point of the limiting belief, which is the confidence. Right right yes. so what yes. so what from your perspective what are the what are the handful of ways cuz confidence is hard and and confidence i feel like is it's a, is a blanket term that people use to say oh you should have confidence but what does confidence mm-hmm. to you really mean right. and how how women that are listening how can they tap into themselves to really pull that confidence out for the next time they're interviewing or for the next time they're asking for that promotion or or whatever it is
1: that's a great question i love that for me, confidence stems from, also stems from preparation. Oh,
0: hello. Preparation, right? Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> we just
1: need to hold up. You said drop, confidence. Drop a, <laughs> drop a clue bomb on that one.
0: Right. <laughs> confidence stems from preparation. Yes. Oh. Absolutely right. For which me. Which means it's not just a feeling. It's not, right. Absolutely not. I feel like.
1: You know, and when I say preparation, I don't mean you have to know the encyclopedia back and forth and you can, you know, your rain man with the statistics. <laughs> no, but when we talk about you, before you can show up in an interview, before you can show up with a company, before you can show up in a meeting, you need to be very clear about who you are and what your sweet spot is and your expertise, right? Yeah. I'm more than an event planner or an event producer. I curate experiences, right? I curate moments. I curate uh, points in time that last, that are pivotal for people well beyond that one day event. They think about it. They talk about it well beyond then. And I am extremely organized and very creative. So I know my strengths head on. I know what they look like. I know how to implement them in all walks of uh, categories and all walks of life. So before you can show up for any process during that interview time, you need to be very clear about who you are and that comes with preparation, right? You you know you're gonna get hit with questions. You know they're gonna ask you about your past experience and this just isn't a time for you to chat and shoot the shit. It's it's really a time for them to get to know you and how you're, you're well, and how and why you're well-versed for that role. So preparing meaning, What have I done before that can really be applied here to this company? Mm. What have I done before that can do for this company better than they've done in the past? Why am I the best person that's fit for this role out of hundreds of thousands of other women? Mm. Who am I? Who am I and how can I give them and how can I explain to them why I'm the best person uh, for this position? So that's what I mean in terms of preparation, really thinking that through um, and thinking it through in detail. It's more than just explaining about who you've been in years past and who you've worked for in years past. But what have you done? Who do you want to be? And how will that help um, the company moving forward? And how will that company help you? Right. Like who what are they doing now in, in their endeavors? And how will that help you grow in your career? How Are they doing anything internally that will make and help you grow in your endeavors? How can you scale up within the company? Those are great questions to ask and research before you can dive deep into an interview or to continue to consider the company. Um, look at their news reports. How are their headlines in the news? Are there gains or losses? What's the turnover look like within the company as well? And is that a red flag for you? Cause that can be very telling too. Yeah. So that's all in a matter of preparation and that will fuel your confidence. How eloquently you speak in an interview how responsive you are to questions and how you think them through, Um, how articulate you are with your responses and how you can connect their questions back to your own personal experiences and, and what you can do and things of that nature
0: you just dropped so many gems in that. that I I don't even know. I don't, I literally don't even know where to go from here because I just, I feel like everyone listening, including me is like, uh, okay, I need, I need to get it together for real. Like that, you just dropped so much knowledge there. I mean, I, I, I I honestly am just going to let that sit there of people let it it marinate for real right yeah it is there's just so much goodness there so much goodness there and that's why i love partnering and collaborating with amazing badass women in this space because the truth be told your career is for you to own right and you have to be prepared you have to be thoughtful you have to be intentional You got to create boundaries. You got to take care of yourself. I mean, we've talked about so many things today that if you, if you quite frankly, don't, don't feel armed to go do something and take more ownership, uh, listen to it again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how I feel. That's that's truly how I feel. But hey. before we wrap up this episode because truly I feel like you have you have blessed us with your grace and your your just your creative genius today. Thank tell you. Tell everybody, yes. tell everybody where they can find you and how to to stay in touch with you and and just let them know what else they can get from you.
1: Absolutely. So you can find me um across Social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook at her career hustle. Uh, you can also email me with any questions or comments or any concerns that you may have. I do one-on-one coaching sessions. I also do free classes and webinars, um, as well as some events coming up in twenty twenty-one post COVID.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that the world is, everybody can right. be like post, post and pre,
1: Right, you know. exactly. <laughs> See the physical events coming soon. But you can find me, um, if you want to shoot me an email at info at com, And also check out the website, hercareerhustle.com, where you can find different information about me, book a one-on-one, uh, 15-minute free uh, consultation about some of your career needs and concerns. And for those that are, you know, well, they're in their career, but they want to make the next move, or they want to transition to a different career opportunity, and or that woman that is not sure how to really create a career and really start it, I've created my first ebook, uh, Corporate Queens Blueprint to Career Success, which is available on the website, hercareerhustle.com or you can find it by way of my social media channels on Instagram and Facebook at HerCareerHustle. Um, it's $15 right now. It takes you through everything we talked about, including my blueprint to career success, which I like to call the blush method. Everything from what you have to do to really find your career sweet spot and how to get there to how to reach out directly to hiring managers well beyond the job hiring board, you know, going through a LinkedIn or a Google, how to connect directly with that person, and thereafter how to show up and show out for an interview. Um, So I give you all of the steps that you have to take to really get that job that you want. It's a lot more detailed, granular, and strategic than just sending a blanket, you know, run-of-the-mill resume to every company, right? You send the same resume to every single company that you're going for, for every position, and you're not really clear on what direction you want to go in. You're, You're applying to jobs out of eagerness and desperation instead of strategy and um, being very specific with your goals and meeting your goals. So I teach you all of that and more in this ebook. So please do check it out.
0: I love that. Well, I will have much of delicious info in the show notes. So, so don't worry if you didn't catch it or you didn't press pause. For those of you that are already looking her up, Kudos to you! Um, I'm sure she will be excited to to see a DM or to see an email from from each and every one of you. Yes, we have to take a moment to just celebrate the fact that you are my very first guest on the podcast, which oh! is amazing. Cue the, <laughs> the cheers in the background, right? I need to find like the audio clip yeah. to put the claps in the background. <laughs> Um, but but it is it is truly a privilege and an honor to collaborate with you to talk to you today. You are a godsend for each and every woman that that you touch and impact. Thank you so much for your time. I sincerely appreciate you. you today. And this, this is, is not amazing. the
1: end. Yeah. Oh no. You guys yeah. see us again. Yes. Quite frequently, actually. Yeah. After
0: this. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs>
1: so do expect a masterclass or yes. some sort of challenge or giveaway happening yep. um, on our channels. Definitely.
0: Yes. Yes. This is this is a this is the beginning of a of a very long friendship and partnership. I'm so excited. For all of you that are listening today, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Delisha. We'll talk soon. Yes. Bye. Bye. Ooh. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I don't know about you, but for me, that had all of the things and feels in that episode. There were so many gems and nuggets. I know that it will be on replay for many of you in the future. But I want you to know that this isn't the end of bringing guests. Now, this podcast is still very focused on me providing you the tips and tricks to really own your career and land that manager job. However, there are some people in my circle that have amazing perspectives that I want to bring to the table in future episodes to you. Now, it is not going to be every week but over the next several months I will bring people on so that you can also hear from other great minds to provide you the best tips and tricks for your career. But for now I hope that no matter where you are you're staying safe, you're staying healthy, and you're focused on you. It is always a good opportunity for self-reflection and to give yourself a little bit of grace but we will soon come out of this and at some point you are going to want more out of life. And this is a place where you can get it. This is a time where you can think about strategically what you want more of, and I can work with you personally to help you accomplish those dreams. Can't wait to talk another time. Thank you so much, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chief Hustler Podcast, where we are focused on propelling change-making women redefine their careers on their own terms i hope that with this episode we've had another opportunity together to reframe what it means to be a successful moment of work and relentlessly strive for excellence in everything you do as always i want to thank you for your time as it is your most valuable possession there are a few ways to join in on the conversation first by following the chief huster on instagram and commenting on a post and sharing your perspective second is by sharing this episode or others in a way that's authentic to you This community is nothing without you, and you sharing means the most to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep hustling.